I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be when away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried ship a Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mon speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. By the grace of God, the Lord took this old mariner, this old seafarer, this old commercial fisherman off of a boat many, many years ago and put him in a book. Uh, First, he had to save him and then call me to preach, and then give me such wonderful opportunity, even the opportunity that I have today or tonight, to be with you by means of radio. The book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 121, I found a couple of verses here that, ah, they they bring joy to my heart. They bring excitement to my heart because David talks about the greatness of God. And uh, Psalm 121, I'll be reading verse 3, 4, and 5. Hey, by the way, if we ever can help you anyway, or if you listen to our program, something you'd like to add, something you'd like to take away, please, you can find us. We're as close as the keyboard. That's just F-O-M-M dot O-R-G. That'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International, a very simple website, simple for our reason. And uh, if we can help you, please. Uh, also, on the website, you can find our address. Uh, and you could send me, I love snail mail, as well as that email well, love those letters. Somehow, it just, uh, it's just a little what? Just a little more personal. By the way, thank you for corresponding with us. Psalm chapter 121, verse 3, verse 4, verse 5. And I'm going to look for a word in each one of these verses. And I'm going to see if I can emphasize it. And let's see if you can listen and hear what I'm emphasizing. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. You said, I got it, Brother Mon. It's that keeper. How do we describe the Lord? On the text, it speaks of the Lord. And I am a keeper in his sight. The Lord is thy keeper. How do we describe the Lord? Ah, he's a keeper. In fact, he's a great keeper. Now, we use this term in many areas of life, and uh, I've used this term before, especially use it as a fishing term. I'm probably talking to a lot of sport fishermen here. In other words, those who catch fish as far as the reel and rod. I spent my life as far as the net is concerned, and it's because it was our livelihood, our occupation. But as far as the, we think about a sport fisherman, uh, all of a sudden he hooks into a fish, he's able to get it into a boat, and he looks at that fish, and oh, wow, he's all excited because it's a, it's a big fish. It's a game fish. If he wants to, he can eat the fish. It's not against the law for him to take it home. And he says of this fish, as he talks to the other, he said, sir, this is a keeper. He kept a keeper, a keeper. Uh, I've, I've used this term before. 
uh, thinking about a husband-wife relationship, maybe look over and see my wife with a pair of scissors, and she's cutting up some material. I said, what, what are you doing? And uh, she said, I'm cutting this up. I said, no, you can't do that. It was one of my shirts. She said, it's old. It's wore out. It's stained, you know. You don't want to be caught with this shirt. I said, it feels so good. This shirt is a keeper. Do you? Are you listening to me? Yeah, you understand what I'm talking about. So when David talks about the Lord, uh, he said, the Lord is thy keeper. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Now the text in verse 4 first says this, behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Now I know the Lord can keep me, and I want to talk about that in a few minutes, but he's big enough to keep a nation. He that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. You know, for thousands of years now, we think about the nation of Israel. The nation of Israel has been scattered to the ends of the earth, but yet God has kept her on up to this present time where he's putting her back into the land. A powerful nation, a fearful nation. How could this be true? Because all the nations of the earth that we read about in the Bible in the past are dead in the sands of time. How is this nation still alive? Because it had a keeper, a great keeper, by the way. Ah, God's described as being a keeper. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. I live in America. I live in a country that I guess has and somewhat been like the nation of Israel, forsook God, going after their idols, ungodliness, immorality. But I tell you this, people have asked me about America. If God could keep Israel, God could keep America. Are you listening? All what God needs is just the salt of the earth, just to keep on being that salt, not to lose savor. But God can keep nations. In the book of Psalm, Psalm chapter 91 in verse 11, it says, He shall give his angels charge over thee. Now, this is an individual. To keep thee in all thy ways. In Psalm chapter 41 in verse 2, it says, The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive. Now, let's, let's go there for a minute, okay? What is being said? It is God that keeps me alive. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought that it is the Lord who keeps you alive? I live in an area of the world that I guess you would, there's not, you know, I do not live in a city that has hundreds and thousands of people in it, but I live in a place that's very busy. And if you get out on the highway constantly day and night, there's traffic. You know, I go out and I come in and I go out every day so I could go out and face danger and come back in. And sometimes, you know, I get to thinking I'm a good driver, but you know, it's not me. You say, what are you saying, Brother Mon? I'm saying it is God that keeps me alive. I look over the side of the road and I said, well, what is it, Mrs. Mon? And she said, somebody's had a wreck. It looks like it's horrible. And there was a, uh, there was an ambulance there. And someone had to be taken to the hospital. Somebody might have died. What are you saying? I'm saying it is God that keeps me alive. It's God that keeps me from, at my age, a stroke, a heart attack. 
It is God that keeps thieves maybe from coming to my house and would come in and take everything I've got and maybe uh, take my life and the life of my wife. You, you listening to me? I'm saying, have you ever thought about it? It is God that keeps you alive. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive. He's a keeper. I'm alive. Uh, are you listening to me? I'm alive, and I thank God for it, for the reason I have life, because, first of all, it came from God, and it's sustained by God. Thinking about disease being rampant around the world, viruses rampant. If I were to say this word COVID-19, oh, that's been, that's been a good while. But, you know, it is God that's kept that away from me. I have personal friends who was involved with that almost to the point of death. I'm saying this. I must understand that always we think about God, to give him glory, I should say, yes, it is God. You're the one that keeps me alive. Thank you for sustaining me. It's not my diet. It's not my exercise, the sharpness of my mind. It's God that keeps me alive. Psalm chapter 19. I like this one. Are you listening? God's God's a keeper. He's a keeper. He's the keeper of my soul while eternal ages roll. I'm his and he is mine. Oh, praise the Lord. He is with me. He'll not fail. I am his. All is well. He's the keeper of my soul. Praise the Lord. He keeps me alive. Also, he keeps me from sin. Psalm chapter 19, verse 13. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sin. Let me say something I really wish you'd listen to now, please. The power of your flesh must be restrained by God. Now, not, uh, you know, not, not my resistance or, or not my, you know, I just grunt real hard and say, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to try my best not to do it. No, it is God that keeps me from sin. The power of your flesh, my friend, is uh, the average Christian. They, they do not, they, they underestimate the flesh. Galatians chapter 5, oh, it talks about the works of the flesh, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, wrath, strife, envyings, murders, drunkenness, theft. Uh, you know, it's but by the grace of God you're not involved with that. Oh, God is my keeper. He keeps me from sin. Not only that, Isaiah chapter 26, I, I like this one. Now, please listen. Isaiah 26 and verse 3, it says, Thou would keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Thou would keep him in perfect peace. Ah, oh, uh, God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind, you know? Keep him in perfect peace. What is that? It is God that keeps me sane. If I'm not. For God, there's no time I have lost my mind, or my mind becomes very tangled with the things of this world. The mind is very fragile, you know. There's hurt everywhere. The burdens are so heavy sometimes, and and we think about things that people have to go through. We think about the difficulties of life. All the mental hospitals are filled with people. You say, what are you saying? I'm saying, thank God that he's kept you sane. I'll have to just attribute my sanity to God. Thank you for keeping me where Brother Munn can still. Oh, we make these radio programs. 
Uh, we can we can read the Bible. We can actively study the Word of God. We learn how to rightly divide it. Then we can preach it and teach it. I say God is such a great keeper. He keeps me alive. It keeps me from sin. It keeps me sane. I like this one best. First Peter chapter one and verse five. Oh, it talks about how I'm kept saved. First Peter chapter one verse five. It talks about who are kept by the power of God. What? This matter of salvation, the keeping part of it. You know, God saved me by His grace. Now does He He take and uh, leave the rest of it up to me? He saved me by His grace. If the other part was left up to me. I'd never be saved. Neither would you, my friend. Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be just God who just demanded that one sin should separate us from Him forever if we were to sin after salvation? But that's not true. We ought to have to work hard to stay saved. But all that working has nothing to do with us. It has to do with God's Son, who are kept by the power of God. It is God that works. In us, I can do nothing to be saved. I can do nothing to save myself. I can do nothing to keep myself. It is all the God of Psalm chapter 121. He that keepeth thee. Verse 3. Verse 5. The Lord is thy keeper. It is God that has kept me alive. It is God that's kept me from sin. It is God that's kept me sane. It is God that keeps me saved. I'm so glad to be a Christian. And as far as this, the Christianity that I have, I'm glad I am a Bible-believing Christian. And you say, well, what do you mean by that? All right, the Bible is our final authority. And if the Bible says we're kept by the power of God, that is good enough for me. The keeping power of Jesus Christ all is what gives peace in my heart, knowing I can go to bed at night and knowing all is well. When the saints shall gather in, we'll be so happy then. Oh, it's good to be a Christian, praise the Lord. He is with me day by day. He will hear me when I pray. He's the keeper of my soul. Praise the Lord. He's my keeper. Is he your keeper? Make him so through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, his son. Now until next week, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.